And um, so the whole journey of being an entrepreneur has been about getting freedom, the freedom of time, freedom of flexibility, not having a ceiling on income. And 11 years ago, my son was born, um, Charlie, who I believe that you've met or at least you've heard stories about, and he had open heart surgery. And it was at that moment I read the four hour work week and I made the decision that I'd no longer trade dollars for hours forever. And at some point I'd have the freedom that I was looking for out of entrepreneurship. Welcome back to the Top Agent Podcast. And today we had a chance to catch up with Hank Avink out of Michigan. He's been one of my personal biggest influencers in the real estate business. I think you're really going to love this podcast. He's very insightful, very transparent. He kind of tells you how it is. And you know what? He's done very well for himself by being who he is. So he doesn't hide behind the curtain. He is out there in the forefront helping agents all day, every day. Enjoy this one. You're going to love it. Welcome to the Top Agent Podcast, where we interview top agents, talk tech, and marketing strategies to dominate in real estate. Let's get moving. Hank Avink. <laughs> was that a, was that chambering around at the end? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh yeah, for sure. Good catch. Not many people catch that. Um, you know, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am that you took the time out of your schedule to jump on this podcast with us. You know, Hank, what what I told you before the show is you kind of probably learn some things that you don't necessarily know about me. And if there's one thing I could say to you is just a big thank you. You are, you've been one of the biggest influences in my real estate career that I couldn't even, I can't even tell you. You don't know that necessarily. I haven't broadcast that, but as I'm getting ready for this and as I'm going through memories of the big Orenda and the 36 to life, and I still live by it. Um, and the people I've connected with because of you, your influence on me is bigger than you even can fathom. Yeah, it's um, gives me chills. It's it's humbling. It it truly is. If I look at my superpower, I I've really surrounded myself with awesome people, and I oftentimes get to be get credit for the the connection, so to speak. Yet, I, I think the real magic comes from uh, the community that we seem to attract. So it's kind of neat. It's really interesting too, because as I, as I was thinking more about it, I was like, wait, well, he doesn't even know this. Like I did a bad job telling him this. And so many parts of my business have been impacted by, you know, coaching with you or your influence. Um, I just thought I'd, I'd share that with you. So I appreciate that. Cause you know, it's um, oftentimes it's easy to celebrate our losses, meaning to soak in the losses because at the pace that I run, um, there are some losses along the way too. So um, I, I appreciate you sharing that because who said it? Was it Jim Rohn that said, how can you tell if someone needs um, encouragement? I don't yeah. think it was Jim Rohn. Yet they're breathing, so thank you. I, it, I mean, I don't take that lightly. I, I, I've cherished our time too. And in fact, right in the Arenda, uh, we're selling that right now. And, and I had to reserve um, the gift that you gave me. So that'll be coming home with me. Oh, good. That's good to hear. I'm glad, glad, glad you still have that. For sure. So, Hank, so, let's catch up. You are 100% in on EXP. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, March 1st, 2016, I went over for no other reason, except I was no longer welcome at my prior company. And um, on the five years now, we're coming up on five years. It's crazy. So, and we have a similar background, Hank. Um, you were a, a traveling real estate coach for a big company. Yep. And you were always on an airplane. You have a saint for a wife that took care of the kids while you were traveling. And you were always in a hotel, always in an airplane, always helping people. That's my background as well. And when I was able to move away from that, my whole world changed. And I'm imagining that's the same same thing goes for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it, it, and it was tough because, you know, I had 600 flights in three years and then I walked into a non-compete. So I started over. And a lot of people say, well, Hank, that's easy because you're Hank. And no, it has been easy. And starting over with a non-compete and and we kind of took it one day at a time. And, and there was times where it got scary and we went backwards um, and I mean, we got down to our last thousand bucks and, and I was, I walked away from a job making a half million dollars a year to, to a one year non-compete, not knowing, you know, if it was all going to work and, and thankfully it's all worked. Yeah. It's definitely something to be proud of. Um, pre-show we talked, we talked a little bit about EXP and how you're all in, right? But what does that, what does that mean now? Because at, when I met you, it was originally through a coaching program you had, as I mentioned before, 36 to life. And then I've seen you do, you know, group coaching. And so you want to be a coach in the national coaching league. And, um, and you're the, the king of the king of um, branded phrases, I guess you can say, you get them tattooed on you. You got six, you know, success code. Yeah. Yeah. You got math versus drama patience with a sense of urgency. I mean, all those things are impactful to me. And I use those and I think about them every day. But now that you're all in and you're out helping other agents, what what does that mean? Uh, great question. So you're always evolving. My, April 1st, 1998, I bought my first rental property. And, and not to go too deep in the story, I had 42 properties by the age of 22. And then I went bankrupt. And um, so the whole journey of being an entrepreneur has been about getting freedom, the freedom of time, freedom of flexibility, not having a ceiling on income. And 11 years ago, my son was born, um, Charlie, who I believe that you've met or at least you've heard stories about. And he had open heart surgery. And it was at that moment I read the four hour work week and I made the decision that I'd no longer trade dollars for hours forever. And at some point I'd have the freedom that I was looking for out of entrepreneurship. And um, part of starting my own coaching company was on that journey. I mean, you know, I, I, I get paid a thousand dollars per coaching client. I could have as many coaching clients as I desire. And on our anniversary, my wife and I decided because um, um, through the EXP model of spending three to five hours a week since March 1st, 2016, we had the best I could guess about 285 hours um, in that amount of time. Um, we've hit financial freedom for the last seven months in phase three income. So we decided Ryan Levesque has a model called um, the entrepreneurial pyramid. And the, the bottom of that pyramid is finding freedom, meaning we have enough cash in the bank and enough cash flow coming in where we don't have to do anything anymore. And when we talk about phase three, that's that's there's nothing that we don't achieve in life um, hitting this number every single month. So after freedom, it's like, OK, well, now you got freedom. What's next? And now it's about impact. So every one of our choices is, is how can we impact more people? And when we were looking at the coaching model versus uh, the EXP model, I believe that I can help people have uh, more freedom through the EXP model 
than I could through our coaching model. So we're giving a lot of, away a lot of our stuff on YouTube, meaning information's free. So we're giving the information away. Um, some people want proximity. And the only way you can get proximity to me and my coaching, you asked if I was taking on one-on-one clients anymore. I'm really not. Um, really, the only way to get proximity and implementation now is to join us here at EXP. So that's the biggest difference is just how you get implementation and proximity. Now, I'm sure you're doing EXP type training, right? For in the big auditorium. I know that you've done yep. that, right? Okay. What about, let's call it, um, I don't even want to call it your downline, but what about the people that are associated with you in the, in the system? Yeah, so it's funny you bring that up. I'm working with uh, four other big influencers in different lines, and we've created a program called the EXP Family Tree, where it's not about your upline, it's about the company. And so that's been one of the things that I've been fighting against is, is not getting these silos. Um, Glenn shared an article the other day about silos. So we're offering this to anybody within the company. You just have to, um, our only standard is you can't ever use lines like, well, my line offers this. And, and you know, I, I don't want to create clicks. I don't want to do all that stuff. I want to make it about the greater company. I'm actually I'm back in conversation with the XP about um, buying all my systems and models. Uh, we're transitioning from 36 to life um, to uh, business by relationship. And so I own that URL. And, and uh, Tom, you might even be interested in this. We're going to be bringing 36 to life values and principles to business owners. Um, where my goal is to have um, kind of an advocate in each area code or zip code um, to go bring our principles to business owners, because really the, the, the principles that we have are um, universal across the board. They are. Is 50, 25, and 1 still a big part of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. It's tattooed on the wrist. Oh, um, I see it. it, it <laughs> You're loud and proud it's a, of it. It's a huge part of it because it's math, right? And, and so when, when you look at the math, you know, my goal is to re have 50 people a day that I see them, they see me in order to shake 20 hands. I mean, remember back when we used to shake hands, <laughs> there was oh, an yeah. exchange of energy. And if you have five conversations a day and one conversation a day, you could like, I can still remember when you shared with me um, your tattoo, like very few days go by that I don't think about that one conversation we had um, has completely altered um, many of my conversations in life. And and so that was my one conversation for the day. And whether you and I are in relationship five, 10, 15 years down the road, that one conversation um, ripples throughout um, to many people. Hmm. Now I have the chance, right? I'm sitting here reflecting on that. And yeah, and it's, and I didn't know that, right? I, I knew that was a fantastic moment there. Um, you know, having that discussion about what influenced the tattoos. And and then from there, I didn't know, you know, you don't know who you impact. And that's kind of how we started off this show. You really don't know how the people you impact until you hear it. And sometimes you never hear it. Right. You know, but. Yeah. And, and that's, so my goal is if I can help everybody that runs with me have financial freedom, because I mean, that's what we all get into entrepreneurship for is where we no longer have to worry about money. And, and yet a lot of people don't have that recurring income piece. And, you know, if rates jump up, I, I mean, I was back, I started in Michigan back in 07. So that that's when I started my residential career. And I mean, when you look at all the outside influences, if, if anybody's watching this, I would encourage you, what other income streams do you have? You know, we've made digital income. 
So, um, you know, we've made a half million dollars since 2017 just in digital income, um, which is another revenue source, which we can turn that up at any time. Yet, if all you're doing is your only income source or wealth building sources from um, slinging deals, um, you're vulnerable. And, and, and I would encourage a lot of you to understand your math a little bit better so that you can start working on longer term income, whether it's through rental properties or um, um, digital currency or, you know, whatever it is, uh, I'd encourage you to not just be slinging homes. Wow. <clears throat> so, you know, it's really interesting. Um, I'm going to flash back to a story that you, you probably don't know. You, your exit from the major coaching company, the major company that you worked for, um, probably was at the time, obviously challenging, but it became a big part of who you are today. Well, my story is very similar. And I believe in the dual income or the multiple streams of income model. And that's what I was gonna do when I got my real estate license. I was working for a large corporation uh, based out of Dayton, Ohio. I was always on the road traveling, you know, make, making them money, selling their, their products and their solutions. And they found out that I had my real estate license How'd that go? That didn't go very well. They didn't believe in that same dual income or multiple stream model. And so I was quickly removed from the company. And it kind of forced my hand into real estate. Well, I was working for Keller Williams right off the gate. And I ended up doing like two and a half million in sales in the first three months. Wow. And I got really lucky. It was a, it was work, but it was luck all at the same time. I put it together a bunch of deals that made it all work. And I tell you, if that wouldn't have happened, I would not be in this business. But you're right. Multiple streams are so, so, so important. And I've been a believer of that for years. But some people and some companies, especially if you work for corporate America, they don't believe in that. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, when, when I decided to leave my old company, one of my values was no one would ever have their thumb on me. So the reality is nobody has their thumb on me, yet I'm the only one to blame. So, you know, some people like the security of a W-2 income, which I think is a farce in and of itself. Yet at the end of the day, um, there's pluses and minuses to, to everything. Yet, Tom, um, I, I, I would rather bet on myself all day long than, than bet on somebody else that they're going to take care of me. So if, if you don't like something, you know, it, it's a it's a sandbox. So if you don't like the rules of the sandbox, go create your other sand, your own sandbox. Don't treat it like a litter box. So I see a lot of people complain about things, yet they're not willing to do things to fix it. And and I think if 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 you'd really like to make a difference in your life, learn to make decisions versus waiting until decisions are made for you. Tom, look at how awesome that was when you were forced to make a decision. You made it work. Thank you. Yeah, they, they made the decision for you. They're like, well, if you're going to do that, you're not going to do this. And then you're thrown into it. And what if people could actually just be on the forefront of making those decisions? Therefore, they're in more control. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not a ton of risk takers out there, you know, no. and that's, that's what's preventing me from doing it on my own. You know? and but now that's the thing is there's more risk by not taking risk. Yeah. I mean... I look at how, how much at risk I would have been with COVID happening. I mean, my whole job was being on airplanes. Now it's gone. 
mm-hmm. you know, because I took control and I said, you know, I, at some point um, I, I've got to jump. I was at less risk because I control the cards at that point. And I mean, dude, we can calculate, like my coaching business is such that I can make a half million dollars a year by what, just what I put in my schedule. So think about that. I've subtracted out my trading coaching for dollars, 100% on EXP, yet it was a half million dollars a year predictable income by just staying the course. So Sarah and I will go backwards in income a little bit in order to ramp up the EXP portion, yet most people aren't willing to go backwards because they don't know their numbers. Like if you're a real estate agent right now and you don't file your taxes by April 15th, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, Grow up, pay your taxes, know your numbers. Well, Hank, I blah, 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 shut up, do your taxes. It's inevitable. And and what I know is the people that do their taxes typically have a much higher net worth, period. I've looked at thousands of agents. Do your taxes, you'll have a higher net worth. Oh yeah, once you know your numbers and you can actually um, plan accordingly. It, especially, you know what I learned? In my first year, I had a real hard time with the whole tax thing, adjusting to it. But what I learned is once I did know my numbers, and a lot of that was influenced by you again, but once I did know my numbers and I was, I knew that I had to sell more to make the same because that wasn't all my money, right? And so your goals go higher instead of thinking that, okay, I'm going to make a hundred, you know, whatever, let's call it $150,000. To make that same $150,000, you really have to make like two and a quarter, Right. Well, it depends on your expenses too. Yeah, it depends on your expenses as well. But just the tax portion, in order to walk away with one hundred fifty thousand or walk away with three hundred thousand, you have to make more than that because of your expenses and everything. And I've gotten real good at that um, lately. I'd say in the last year, but that was always always a challenge. And so there's not enough people like you were always wanting to scream that from the rooftop. There's not enough people screaming that from the rooftop. Well, they're not because it's not sexy. No one celebrates consistency. What they celebrate are big egos. And, you know, the challenge was with a lot of my coaching clients on January 1st, it's like, hey, can we do this again? Because a lot of us do it by relationship. And it's not like we got it. We're making cold calls and all that stuff. And that's where 5025-1, that's where our standards and principles came from. And, and again, another reason why I like EXP is I have 650 agents now. I mean, going into 2021, we have a predictable income of dollar per agent that we can count on. With real estate, the challenge is, is if you stop showing up, you stop getting paid. So what happens if all of a sudden, like, my kid had open heart surgery? I wanted to be in the ICU, not out slinging homes. And and so what are you doing to um, lower your risk and exposure of, of where you're vulnerable? Uh, we can do that through insurance. We can do that through investment properties. We can do that through having more cash on hand. Most people are so more fucked than they would. Can we swear on here? Oh, yeah, you're fine. Most people are so fucked, they don't even know it. Like one little minor change, like COVID, like we had an election year coming up. So I was stacking away cash like you wouldn't believe just knowing that it was an election year because I studied the past. You know, little did I know COVID was going to be coming, but we didn't skip a beat. In fact, our business has all excelled through this. However, we had so much cash set aside knowing that election years are usually a little bit wonky. Yeah, election years are always wonky, especially these months, right? November, December. And come January, I believe, if if we can get out of our own way, you know, America <laughs> and, and the whole COVID thing, we'll see how that plays out. But we don't know what next year holds. And my predictions are next year is going to be really good because on this side of the state, at least, we're at about a month and a half to 2.1 month days on market. 
I'm sorry, month supply of inventory. Right. And so we're we have a huge demand, and I'm sure it's the same over there, right? Yeah, you know, I, I'm actually looking forward to more of a balanced market because our traditional skill sets don't matter anymore right now. It's like who's willing to pay the most. I mean, that's it, the, the skill set that it takes right now to be an agent. You know, uh, uh, again, I think agents are in for a rude awakening when we go back to three to six months of inventory. Um, now, right now, you get a listing, it's sold. I mean, it's a paycheck. Um, and I'm just kind of sitting back and I, I don't wish for tough times. However, at the end of the day, I think we've gotten pretty soft and we've gotten pretty lazy. Um, and we think we're better than what we actually are. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. So Hank, let's, let's talk about a few things. Um, what's the number one, if, if you had a new agent coming in and they, they ran into you at a, I don't know, a family function if we have those anymore. And they ran into you and they said, Hank, you've been in real estate for eons, many, many years. What's the number one piece of advice you would recommend to a new agent? And then I'm gonna ask you the same question with the seasoned agent. Same answer for both. Okay. Commitment and consistency. It's like going to the gym. If you look at whatever you're doing for work and, and, and if you took that equivalent amount and put it towards the gym, would you be in shape? Most agents aren't doing enough to even give them a chance of winning. Their math doesn't work. So figure out the formula, figure out the game plan, and then be consistent. Do the work. It's really just that simple. Do the work, be consistent. It gets easier with time on task. Time on task will be telling every single time. Yeah, most agents are looking for a get rich quick, something easy. It's not easy. Do the work. You do the work, you're consistent, you survive long enough, um, you'll make a lot of money. Thank you. Thank so you. that covers both the new agent and the seasoned agent. The seasoned agent. Be consistent. Do the work. Be consistent. Do the work. And, you know, one thing that gets in the way of my consistency, speaking from experience, is distractions. And when I say distractions, I mean, there's so many cool things out there, shiny objects, right? There's so many things. How do you, what would you recommend to somebody who has a problem with distractions? Um, stop it. You're an adult. <laughs> I mean, and, and this is where I might oversimplify things. I've been bankrupt. I've had a, a kid on the you know operating table going. And at the end of the day, like be a freaking adult. If you say you go to work, go home to your family and justify the work that you did for the day and stop, stop with shiny objects. I mean, it, I think so many times what we do is we act more like children than we do adults. If you have a job making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, treat yourself to the same standard that you would treat somebody if they if you were paying them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I think most of us are spoiled little freaking adults that act like children. So as far as shiny objects, uh, I mean, put your blinders on. I mean, one could argue I'm married. I got my blinders on. I don't see other women in the way that I went to see my wife. So treat your business no different. If you got a plan that works, just work the plan. Stop looking for an easier way. I think everybody's looking for an easier way. And the easier way is just do the freaking work. So agents that are listening, you're going to see podcasts. You're going to hear podcasts. You're going to see YouTube channels. You're going to hear this coach, that coach, the other coach. Everybody's got a different opinion on if you should be calling expireds for sale by owners, absentee owners. You're working your sphere of influence all these different things are coming at you. And sometimes it's hard to really disseminate where you should start, but more importantly, you should just start. 
start, start, and start stop and stop consuming so much. Go do. Go create. Tom, I could stand on the corner right up here at Gull Road and Sprinkle in a swimsuit. Will not leave here until I have a listing. Every Monday morning from eight to nine. If you see me here, I haven't got my listing for the month. Like literally, I would be on Channel Three News, real estate agent, shirtless, help them. You know, at the end of the day, like you're overthinking it. Just go and do something consistently that gets attention. That's the fifty. And yet, we all want to look good and we want to be right. We and so you go knocking a hundred doors a day. Look at the math there: a hundred times three sixty-five. I mean, you've knocked on so many doors, somebody's sitting there praying, going, God, give me a sign. But nobody actually does anything long enough to actually see results. Stop overthinking it. Stop looking for an easy button. Do the freaking work. You know, we were just talking about this the other day. So speaking of that, the one time I went to that coaching course that was once associated with that original broker of mine. Yeah. (laughs) The one time I went there, the one thing that stood out to me was if you knock on 100 doors, Okay, door, let's call it door knocking, where you come back, you go up to the door, you knock, you come back to the sidewalk, and someone hands you a $50 bill, regardless of if you talk to somebody or not. You go to the next door, and you knock, and you come back to the sidewalk, and they hand you a $50 bill. And you do that 100 times, would you do it? And the answer, is, yes. the, the answer is 100% yes. And then the same people you ask, <laughs> do you door knock? And the answer is, you know, 98% no. It's really interesting. You know, here's what I would encourage you to do. So you'll see that's burn money. Yeah. If there's something that you know you need to do, accelerate feeling the pain sooner. Most of us don't feel the pain of not doing something. So, for example, I just found out my cholesterol is higher. So what am I doing? I'm fixing it. Why? Because I know if I don't do it, I'm going to die sooner. So same thing with whether it's door knocking, circle prospecting, talking to your sphere of influence. The one day that you choose not to do it, figure out what that dollar amount is. So, for example, do you know what you make per hour, Tom? Easy way of figuring it out. Let's say you make $550,000 or $500,000 a year. Divide that in half. That's $250 an hour. So if you're worth $250 an hour, the one hour that you choose not to follow your schedule, take out 250 bucks, meaning you should have at least your hourly rate in your wallet. Take out your 250 bucks and burn it. So is whatever choice that you're making worth that $250 for that hour? And if, if it is, burn it because that's what you're doing. Tom, you see my schedule. I've documented every single hour that I've worked since January 1st, 2016. You give me a day, I can tell you who I was talking to on what hour. Why? Because I hold my hours accountable. And then I subtract things out, another tattoo, subtraction leads to multiplication. I subtract in order to multiply. The reason I don't do one-on-one coaching anymore, which has been $30,000 a month for me consistently, is because I'm going to subtract that out because it'll multiply by going in a different model. Try something's twirling through your mind. No. So another thing you asked me, why, why the top agent podcast, right? In the pre-show when we're talking a little bit and it's really interesting because each and every one of these that I've done so far, I've, somebody's, you know, smacked me in the head with a sledgehammer (laughs) and, and you just did that, that whole, that whole analogy. I'm a very visual guy. 
And that whole analogy of pulling out $250 and lighting it on fire, I'm, I'm sitting there rewinding, going, oh my gosh, how many, how many times would I have burned my $250, right? So that's about as invaluable as you get. Can we go one step further? Sure. Outside of trading dollars for hours, what you choose to do with the rest of those hours will determine whether or not five to 10 years from now, you make that per day. And I'm living proof of that. What I was making five, 10 years ago was approximately $120 an hour, give or take, say 90, 60. Since then, I've listened to over 200 books multiple times. I mean, I'm an education junkie. I don't watch TV. I don't do any of that stuff. And now I look at what I get paid every dollar, every hour of the day, because I don't just trade out dollars for hours. It's the equivalent of what I used to trade dollars for hours for. So I'm going to give you an experiment, Tom. Sure. Give me a number. What do most real estate agents make? Oh, most? Say 100 grand a year. Like sure. Eight let's go, let's go with a grand number. So we'll call it $50 an hour. So $50 an hour times 40 equals 2,000. I'm sorry, let me do this different. 50 times 24, that's $1,200 a day. 1,200 times 365, that's $438,000 a year. What will make a bigger difference if you go from making $100,000 a year to $500,000 a year is how you spend your time outside of the hours that you're trading dollars for hours. Tracking with me? So I'm up at three, four o'clock in the morning getting stuff done. Other agents are choosing to sleep in. Other agents are choosing to Netflix and chill. Like I gave up that for the last five to 10 years. Now I make a half million dollars a year and I don't even have to show up anymore. Yeah, that's so impactful. And, you know, following you on social media, obviously, I'm, I'm aware that you wake up at three and four o'clock in the morning. I'm aware that you know how to dance to Taylor Swift. I'm aware that <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I'm aware that you're, you know, you're a family man and you're, you hang out with your kids and you do things, you know, you work with your hands and you do things around the house. And because you've put yourself into a situation where it's okay to go outside and to work on your house and not even sweat it. It's okay to sit on the couch with your kids and not even sweat it, not take those, those phone calls. Hey, I need a one day code for CenturyLock, you know, 18 million times or taking out buyers and running all around town. So you chose to take the smart route and you're still heavily involved in real estate, but you, your enjoyment from what I can see is helping others. Obviously that's how we started off. Uh, I think even with this podcast here, you've helped a ton of people already. Uh, and that's why I say yes to stuff. Well, one, you're a relationship that I care about. So I referee my life. Relationships, energy, finances. So you're a relationship that I care about. We don't get time on task together. So we're not A's. However, you can easily be an A. So a relationship reaches out. After this call, I'll say, did this give me energy or take energy away? Well, it gave me energy. So I don't have to worry about the finances. And, and when you get to the point where you no longer have to worry about income, you and I know how to make money. We've had cash flow challenges because let's face it, that's when that's one of the biggest challenges for people is cash flow. So once you solve your income problem, you solve your cash flow problem, which for most agents, if you have $100,000 cash sitting in a money market account, you don't have to worry about cash flow anymore. Then all you do is ref your life, relationships, energy, finances. So that's where I sit is I ask myself, is this a relationship? Yep. Will it give me energy? Yep. Do I have to worry about finances? Nope. 
I think so many people are going to benefit from this conversation. Um, I have two quick questions for you. Yep. Two quick questions. Throw them at you. They don't have to be long answers, but I'm really interested to hear how you answer this. What's something that I would never guess about you? I'm an introvert. Wow. That's amazing. You just you just knocked me off of my seat here, Hank. So <laughs> so you're an introvert, so you purposely put yourself out there because it's outside of your comfort zone, it sounds like. Well, so I didn't realize it until looking back and connecting dots. I have a lot of social anxiety. Um, as I've gone through and learned more about myself, so much of my extrovert was me just being uncomfortable and trying to look good and trying to fit in and all that stuff. The reality was it was just anxiety. Now that I'm true to myself, I know myself through years of therapy and self-improvement. Reality is I, I can't do surface level conversations. I don't do crowds well. Um, and I get recharged by being by myself and, and with my family and in my thoughts. So, um, the extrovert was more of, um, me just trying to survive. Wow. That's impactful. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. The whole introvert expert thing is always interesting to me because I would have guessed the opposite, but, but that's, that blew me away. Um, last but not least, what's your favorite gadget? Favorite gadget, like um, in business or? Sure. Let's go with business. Time trade. Time trade. That's the Calendly type. Yeah, time trade is kind of the hammer of scheduling programs. It's simple. It's robust. Um, when I look at what time trade's done for me, so for example, when you reached out to me, all I had to do was send you a link. I didn't have to spend any time or energy on whether or not it was available. I set up if-then statements where if-then, so you were able to go book in my schedule. And all I've done today, Tom, is follow my schedule. I don't have to think. It's the best gadget in the world. Well, thanks for sharing that. Hank, you're an inspiration to many. You're a massive inspiration to me. Um, I'm glad I got a chance to tell you that live on camera because I, I, I and I regret not telling you that sooner. But uh, thank you for all you do um, for everybody, agents across America. You're, you've helped many, many in your old, old deal that you used to do, flying all around. You were helping agents, and now you do it in a different capacity, but you do it even better now, I'm imagining. Well, it's 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 an honor, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to maybe pour in somebody. If you want more, um, go to my YouTube page. I'm putting all my content up there for free. It's kind of like you can go watch the Super Bowl for free on TV. There's no hidden agenda. Um, I don't even have any coaching programs that I'm selling right now. So um, we're just here to help people. I will be the first one to go on that right now and subscribe because I love following you. Thanks, Hank. And I appreciate it, and I can't wait to catch up with you again. My pleasure. Thanks. See you, Hank.